Welcome to From the Newsroom. Reporters and editors from the Worcester Telegram and Gazette step from behind the keyboard and in front of the mic to offer insights on stories they're working on. From the Newsroom, from the Worcester Telegram and Gazette. I'm executive editor Dave Nordman. We're joined today by Jim Wilson, our sports editor. Welcome, Jim. Hey, Dave. Jim, it was a, uh, I guess you'd call it a topsy-turvy, you know, frantic um, week in uh, high school football with uh, lots of exciting games and uh, and upsets and big wins and and bad losses. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of, I'm in the lab right now doing the top ten because there's a, there'll be some changes obviously with uh, uh you know with with St. Bernard's uh, getting beat by Nipmunk, uh, Marlboro was number seven got beat by Fitchburg, number five Grafton got beat by Tantasqua. Uh, not to mention the big game on top with uh, number one Shrewsbury getting tinked down by number three St. John. So. It'll be interesting to the poll this week. See if uh, you know Dory was number two. They had a nice win over Lemonster. So do they yeah. jump into the top spot? Or I guess St. John's leapfrog them. I guess um, before we break down some of those games, Jim, or, or you break down some of those games, um, talk about where things are going to land here in the poll. I mean, is the poll done? Are we still working on it? Where's that stand? Still working on it. Still, I still have a couple poll voters. Wait, I usually send it out over the weekend, and I uh, get back on Monday morning. So it's uh, we're taping early this morning, so it's out on Monday. So I'm, I'm not having everything uh, ready yet, but it looks like. It'll be between Doherty and St. John's. As I look, some people have St. John's leapfrogging uh, Doherty for number two. So where did they check in last week, Jim? It was uh, Shrewsbury's number one. Doherty was number two, and they were both split in votes. I think Shrewsbury had six number one votes. Doherty had four. Uh, St. John's was a solid three. So it'd be interesting to see because a lot of people who I've talked to, uh, you know, outside the poll, was say were saying that. Uh, uh, you know, they might put St. John's number one to have them leapfrog Doherty because uh, St. John's plays a tougher schedule. So isn't it funny? Here we are. You're in, you're in week four of the high school football season. You're like, you know, you got one, two, three, you know, one loses, uh, one loses, does two, you know, ascend to that spot or just three leapfrog right. two. It's like, especially, yeah. I mean, I, I, I have Doherty number one in my poll. I moved them up because I think that was fair to Doherty. They were number two going into it. It was a better win for St. John's to beat number one Shrewsbury. But, uh, you know, I think Doherty's played well, really, the season they had they close out with with South North and North Middlesex. And I'm thinking if uh, everything goes according to plan, they went out into the playoffs. So. They're going to be undefeated going into the postseason, by my count. So it'll be interesting to see where where they land because the playoffs with Division Three are going to be, you know, St. John's, Doherty, uh, Shrewsbury, and probably Wachusett. So that's going to be pretty low. It's going to be so, one bad game in that. So way. this is uh, this is I guess we could call this like a Monday morning quarterback. So talk about some of those games, uh, Shrewsbury and St. John's. Uh, seemed like it came right down to the wire there. Yeah, you know it would. St. John's hung on 42-34 for the win. Uh, the the key thing about I think that St. John's has to take Ways their defense is playing better. That was a big knock. I mean, you give up 34 points and say, How is your defense playing well? But they're the last two games against Wachusett and against Shrewsbury, they've making big stops when they had to. They had a big interception to beat Wachusett the week before. Uh, the defense comes by with, with Drew Campanelli. We we're talking about his shoulder. He, his shoulder was hurt last week, so we're, he missed most of the Lemmerster win. Uh, but we were seeing how he responded. It wasn't his throwing shoulder, so and he didn't he didn't leave for medical attention at the game. So you're kind of hoping that, you know, given a week of rest or light, light practice work, he would be ready for, especially for a game as big as St. John's. He was. They played really well. Uh, that that offense is is clicking when you know with, with him in quarterback. 
So they put up 34 points on St. John's, but the defense, when it was needed, you know, Colin Jeffs had a fumble recovery in that tie. And when Shrewsbury going for the tying drive, they stuffed the two point conversion uh, that kept it 35 34. Uh, you know, they had a you know big interception last week against Wachusett. Like I said, that sort of stopped Wachusett's comeback. So if that defense can, you know, keep the points down with it when the rest are away, and they, they, they close with Shepherd Hill, Algonquin, and Marlboro. So that's uh, three winnable games for them, but Shepherd Hill will be tough. You know, Marlboro will be tough. So if that defense can can start you know tightening up and, and keeping them out of the end zone, that they'll be tough to play in the playoffs. And uh, talk about some of the other games that you mentioned, Jim. Some some big upsets or upsets in in the top ten. Uh, not, not so much an upset because I think uh, the big thing was a couple teams held serve with uh, Doherty beating Lemonster. Tejon Vassar had you know four touchdowns, a monster game for him. Uh, he had 242 yards on all his touchdowns. He finished up 319 yards of total offense. Uh, that's just insane. He's probably the best running back in in, in Central. Mass, if not the state. I think he's a, a phenomenal athlete that makes Doherty go. They're going to be really tough to match up in the playoffs. But for them to take a Lemonster team that's 0-5, but they're not one of those losses were bad. So I think that was uh, that was key for, for Doherty to sort of hold surf on that. Like I mentioned, their, their, their uh, last next three games should be winnable. So that was good for them to get that win going into that that slate. Yeah, and, and talk about some of the other teams in the top uh, top 10, ten Jim. Uh, West Boylston, uh, I think, was a, was a big win over them. They came in to play undefeated Lunenburg, and they handled them. I mean, it was uh, it was, it was 42-23-22, uh, but it wasn't really that close. I think Lunenburg got some late scores. Uh, you know, David Rizzuto and Corey Shea continue to be a great one-two punch in that backfield for, for Mike Ross and the Lions, and I think uh, that was a big statement game for them because I, you look at that, you know, how West Boston do against they've had a really tough schedule they had an undefeated team going up against them and and they uh they didn't really break a sweat there so that was a, that was a good statement win for the Lions yeah five and oh right yeah five and oh look at look at look out for them they have you know Rizzuto had three touchdowns yeah 123 yards Shea carried five times 85 yards and a pair of touchdowns and, and it's one of those matchup things like you can't really with that double wing offense you, can, you know you can't really come you know prepare for it one of them specifically you have to be compared for everybody. Yeah, so. it's not a team that a lot of people are looking at, but what do they got? Uh, who do they have up this week, uh, West Boylston? You know what? I, I'm not really sure because I haven't looked at the schedule. So. Is it, uh, they're at. Uh, you have the schedule right there. Uh, yeah, oh, you know, they yeah, do they, have the schedule. They're, they're, at, uh, they're at Gardner. Gardner. They're at Gardner. Yeah. So that's. Uh, that's one of those. Uh, it's a 1 p.m. Saturday game at Stonefield, so that should be a that should be a win for Gardner. I so this is uh, yeah. So we're coming up on week uh, week is it week five, Jim? Week week six? Where are we? We're uh, week six. Week I six. So um, break it down here for the rest of the season. Um, how many more weeks left in the regular season? Um, and then sort of a team sort of. Kind of jockeying now for those playoff spots. Yeah, so. this is where you get to this. There's three weeks left in the regular season, so now you're counting points and looking at other games right. to find out. You know, well, we need uh, we need so and so to lose on this game so we can pick up the points there because they'll get like the two points if they win. Uh, so they need that kind of stuff that you know coaches are counting points and doing math now. So yeah, and you're looking. Um, I guess to my point, I mean teams like um, St. John's and Shrewsbury. I mean they could they could potentially meet again down the road. Yeah, right? exactly. That, that division three I talked about a little earlier that that thing has to be loaded with you know St. John's, Doherty, Shrewsbury and Wachusett probably wow. being those four teams that that walk into the playoffs there and that's going to be no matter which way they, they fall in the rankings you know, one will play four and two will play three um, that's, no. those are going to be great games and it's going to be a rematch either way you look at yeah, it right? I mean Doherty hasn't played a lot of those teams but I, so it'd be, it'd, be, it'd be key to see how they do against that kind of competition so uh, but I think uh, you know you can possibly get a St. John's uh, St. John's Shrewsbury rematch or a St. John's Wachusett rematch and the, the last 
last two weeks, those games have been classic. So I don't think anybody will complain about those. And looking ahead to this weekend, I know it's still early, um, but uh, any big games uh, or any any games worth noting for the for the weekend coming up, Jim? Compared to the last couple weeks, it's not as exciting, but I think there's still some great games. I think uh, a key one is, is uh, Auburn versus Northbridge this, at Northbridge this weekend on Saturday. I think that would be a, a nice game because Northbridge is five and zero, oh, and they always you know Auburn always gets up for that kind of game. And Auburn is uh, two and three. They just uh, snapped a three game losing streak. They've been outscored ninety seven to twenty in that span. So I'm sure that felt really good to beat Uxbridge last uh, Saturday. So if uh, Auburn's back rolling, they could be, they can they always like I said they always play tough against Northbridge. But uh, Northbridge five and zero. Oh, they lost their quarterback a couple weeks ago. Jake Szynski went to, went down versus Nick Monk. I'm not sure in his status, but Zach Roberts has uh, has stepped up in that quarterback spot. And actually, I think he gives them a better look um, in some ways for Ken LaChapelle's offense because he gives them a weapon for you know, Zach was one of their better offensive weapons to begin with. Now he's getting the ball in his hands every play. So is he going to take it off? You know, it's, it's the typical Northbridge quarterback that can sort of you know throw a 30 yard touchdown pass or run for a 30 yard score depending on uh, what, where, what he sees on the defense. So that's, they, they're a real born dangerous team last couple weeks. Jim, great insight as always. Uh, hopefully you can join us every Monday and uh, and break down the uh, break down the games. Not a problem. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks, Jim.